Okay, welcome to tonight's edition of Sunday Night Novi. Sunday Night Novi is a presentation, an ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613.90. Tonight we come to you from Studio B of the Weiss Entertainment Center uh, here in my house. Um, the, tonight's share, Prophetic Vision in the 21st Century, the message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. The series will focus on how Shmuel Anove, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time. Uh, this, this series has completely been dedicated in memory of Harabi Rachmiel ben Aramea, the Shammah Shav and Leah. Um, I also want to want to say tonight's shir is dedicated in B'schus Rafur Shlema, Lechava Henachana Bas Yochavet, who needs a very, very serious Rafur Shlema. So uh, the B'schus of our learning, she should have a, a, a Rafur Shlema. Um, interesting. So we spoke last week about um, the return of the Novi. Um, one of the the Medrash writes a very interesting Medrash. The Medrash says that why will we zolcha a little bit on this week's parsha? Why were uh, some of you on the local network heard this, but? Well, uh, why were we Zolcha to, to Bris Milo? We were Zolcha to Bris Milo because, because Avram Avinu recognized that the Zaboreol, that Avram Avinu in a, in a generation where, where Hashem's presence had been lost, Avram Avinu went out and, and recognized and brought back to the world the concept of, of a, of a Boreol. The Boreol, um, and, and the Medrash quotes it in the Moshal, of a uh, palace that's lit up, and and, and the que- and the question was, who, who you know, who turned on the the who turns on and lights uh, on the light the lights in the palace, and and the manager says has to be the the caretaker of the palace. So Abravina said, if the palace has a caretaker, so so it has to be that that the um, that the world has a caretaker. So and 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 through that. And, and 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 through that, um, Avram Avinu was was um, connected to Hashem, and, and the mitzvah Brismila was given to Avram Avinu because of that connection. Um, the Ramban writes that, that anything that's a bris is, is something that's kayama, that's ongoing. Um, last week we spoke about the the Aram Kodesh, and and we spoke about the the experience of the Aram Kodesh in, um, in Plishtim and the recognition of the Plishtim that, the, that not only do they have to send it back, not only do they have to mashko yidechem, that they have to remove themselves from it, but they have, well, excuse me, but they have to do it in, in, a, in a covetic way. There is a um, there is a tradition in the Navi that that people who show cover to a Kodesh Baruch Hu, good things happen to them. Um, the uh, we learned the story of uh, um, last year of Gidon, uh, not Gidon, uh, of uh, no Ehud Ehud Ben Gera. When Ehud Ben Gera came to Eglon to uh, and said to Eglon that I have I have something I have the I'm coming with with Devar Hashem. I'm coming to, to tell you the words of Hashem. And, and it says that he stood up and, and, and that's when, and, and he died. And he died because Ahab was able to stab him when he stood up. Um, the Medrash brings down, but because he stood up, 
Lasos Kavar Hashem that that he um, that he was Zocha to have a great uh, granddaughter named Rus, um, who who was the the seeds of Mashiach. Uh, Balak also was rewarded because he was, I think, the the Alta Alta Zeda of Rus um, because he gave Korbanas to Hashem in the process. Although in the process of Bilam trying to curse Am Yisrael, so what did they do? That they brought korbanos to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So because they brought korbanos to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so the Medrash brings down the Balak was rewarded. So, so when there is that connection, when there is a recognition of the Devar Hashem, it says good things happen. Unfortunately, when the, when the Jewish people saw the return of the Aaron Kodesh, so although although their jubilation was justified, their Lack of, if I want, I want to say their their lack of of covered a Torah um, was missing, and and they, that they looked inside the Aaron. It says It says at the end of Parshas Bamidbar, they're not allowed to look at it, not allowed to come, not allowed, not allowed to touch it, and, and there was a, a makhagidolu, and 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 I I noticed that that sometimes. Sometimes in order to get to a higher ground, sometimes there has to be this maka, this magifa. The Medrash brings down that, um, that when, that translated literally, it means a fifth of the Jewish people went out of Mitzrayim. Chamushim, the Rashi brings down, means Klezai, and they didn't have weapons, but whatever it means. But if you translate it literally, it means that, that, that only really 20% of the Jews went out of Mitzrayim. What's pshat that only 20% of the Jews uh, went, went, went out of Israel? So, so the Medrash brings down that the many, many Jews had, had gone away, had did not want to leave Mitzrayim, wanted to have wanted no part of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And they were and they died during Makas, they died during Makas Koshek, which is one of the reasons Rashi brings why Makas Koshek happened. So sometimes uh, what's clear is that we need that Yerida. We need that downslide to get. That's it's called in. It's called in in, in Jewish philosophy a yeridol etzorah We need that downslide in order to get to the higher ground. And this is what happens here. That even though the Aaron comes back and there is a a, a simcha gedola uh, in, in in the fact with Am Yisrael that got they got the Aaron back, but the, their mistakes led to a terrible makkah. And because they they had a terrible makkah. Uh, many people die, but but the end of the story is 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 that begins the rise back up. Um, so and, and in fact, if you look at Pasuk Chaf in, in Perik Vav, uh, we kind of ran through it quickly at the end last week on um, page forty-two. If you're in the art scroll, it says Vayamru Anshei Beit Shemesh. It says that the people of Beit Shemesh said, "Mi Yuchal LaAmod Levnei Hashem Elokim Hakadosh Hazeh." Who could stand in front of Hashem? Meaning, meaning that that was their reaction to the to the Maka, uh, seeing that their great this greatest kinsman had been struck down. The Beit Shemesh understood that they were not worthy of being the hosts of the Holy Ark. So the townspeople appealed to the people of Kiryasiyarim to bring the ark the, the ark to to their city. That's uh, that's the note in the art scroll on page forty three. So so they understood this. 
מי יכול לעמוד בפני השם ומי יעלם מעלם. וישלחו מלאכים, so it says they sent messengers, אל יושבי קריאס יערים, to the city of קריאס יערים, at לימור, Again, I'm, I'm on top of 44 if you're in the art scroll. I'm at the very Pasuk Chafalaf in, in Perak Vov. The Plishtim have returned, have returned the, 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 the Aram. And, and, and since they... Um, and, and because 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 they have returned the arrow and they saw that they couldn't stand by it, redu halu alechem. They requested um, as the Masudat redu elenu the halu alechem. Take it from us and bring it uh, to you. That's what that that's what that's what their request was. Um, okay, and and, that, and that's how the that's how the parak ends. Kind of uh, in the middle of the story of the Aaron, so that's where we'll we'll we'll, we'll continue. Perikzai, vayavo on Kiryas Yarim. So the people of Kiryas Yarim came, and they came to to Beishemsh. Vayaluas Aaron Hashem. They they took up the Aaron. Vayaviu also a base of Inadav Bagiva. They brought it to. Uh, a man named Avinadav who was in the Kiva, the hill, the valley, the however you translate Kiva. That's uh, Elazar bin Elkidshu, and 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 they designate Elazar his son to God, the the Lishmor as Aron Hashem. So so what happened was Efsha shevegiva zu betokir yasiarim vayabeir Avinadav acher lefiga hodiyaki lebeisa Avinadav shayoshe begiva. Radak says that this was probably in the city of Kiryat Yarim. Uh, and Mesudat David definitely says that. He says, Kidshu. So what does it mean, Kodshu, Kidshu? They, they, they made him holy, so to speak. He's Minu Lishmores Aaron, Leval Yavo Milir Oso, Ulechabed, Ulrabet Slefanel. Elazar became the guardian. Of the Aaron to make sure that none of the activities that happen in Beis Shemesh should should happen should happen here uh, in, um, in 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 Kiryat Yarim. So the le- basically the lesson was learned, and and now they they took the they took the the precautions that are necessary to to take care of the Aaron, and, and Elazar became that 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 point man. Um, as Radak says, Lishmora that he should watch that the house uh that everything should be exactly how it should be, and the Aaron should be protected. Interesting. From the time the Aaron was stationed in Kiryat Yarim, there was 20 years, during which the entire house of Israel was drawn after Hashem. So, let, so, so let, let's understand that from a philosophic uh, understanding before we even uh, look at it. So the Aaron comes back. So the initial, the initial reaction to the Aaron was extremely poor. Uh, 
inappropriate behavior. Um, that we said they even opened it and looked inside, and uh, and that led to a tremendous magefa among the Jewish people. So remember, I started off tonight saying that that sometimes that magefa is the is the is the low point that that turns everything to the to the high point. So now, what did they realize they need to do? They need to protect the owl. Remember that the Mishkan in Shiloh was destroyed uh, with with the death of Eli, um, and and all, 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 all of that all of that is is done. So so now they take the arrow, they bring the arrow to this place called the the, the, the valley of, Kir, of Kiryat Yarim. They appoint someone to watch over it. So in other words, they elevated the arrow and gave it the kavod that it's it's supposed to have. So so that that, that that's that's where we're at. And and somehow that sent a shockwave through the Jewish people that we need to connect to it. In other words, this whole event, uh, but I would go back even to say the taking of the Aaron to, to Plishtim and, and, and its subsequent return and the subsequent Magifa. And now, and now the fact, and, and that, Moshe, you want to say something? No. Okay. No, no, okay. no, I'm, I'm... I'm sorry, it is a mistake. Okay, uh, and now, and now, and now the fact, and now, and now the fact that 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 they now moved it to a place where it where it has where it's given its right cover, uh, where it's given where it's given its proper cover and and its proper kedusha somehow that had an impact on the Jewish people. So if you look in uh, the Mefarshim. So Rashi says, it says, "Miyom Shavis to Aaron bekiryas Narum, Raua Puranos Shavah Alehem Bavon Beiseli." They saw the punishment that came upon them because of the house of Eli. The Eshagvurash Asah Kadosh Baruch Hu Beplishtim. Let's not let's not uh, make any mistake here. What happened in the Plishtim became public. It was in the it was in it was in the uh, the Canaanite times. Um, uh, did a full feature article, and they even did a they even did a nine o'clock show uh, about what happened to the Aaron in 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 Plishtim. The word got out. Everybody knew. Everybody knew uh, what happened to the Plishtim. So they saw the Puranus. They saw the down. They saw what happened to the Plishtim, and they experienced what happened in Beis Shemesh. And Vayinihu Acharei Hashem. Now, now, now here, here's here's where we we come to greatness. How did they turn to Hashem? Says Rashi, They turned back to Hashem because of Shmuel. Because he used to go from city to city, right? He was a Meshulab. He thought about this before Lubavitcher. He thought about this. He says the word is a lushan of pulling them in. Shmuel was able, after all these events that had happened, Shmuel was able to give context and give it its proper understanding. And, and he pulls them in. And he says, look, look, guys, look what's going on. The lushan, the, uh, and that's what happened. The Radak, the Radak says, 
בכו וחזרו בתשובה שלמה כי ראו דבר הארון וקדוש עשו. רדאק says that they cried because they saw what happened with the Aaron and its holiness. והיה להם לאוס גדול כי השם הוא האלוקים. And that somehow, that event was a game changer. They saw what happens when we disrespect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. V'nischartu al Elohei ha'nechar shahayu oivdim. And they regretted about the idol worships that, that, that they all had. Kolomar v'yesh mefarshem v'yesh mefarshem and there are those who say mitargam v'nikvu e'leha v'yisnahum v'yisnihiu Kolomar kulam nesu acharav v'yavdu levado meaning they all, they all gathered and they, and they served Hashem in their own way. So in other words however you, you evaluate these mefarshem um, So if, you, so if you look at the note in the, in the art scroll, he says, not since the days of Yoshua, a span of 350 years, had the righteousness of the entire nation been expressed so emphatically. This occurred because of Shmuel's leadership and dedication as set forth in this chapter. So in life, we have game-changing events. As I've said so many times, a friend calls his first book, Listen to Your Messages. How many people do not listen to their messages? But like, you know, you know, you know, we just passed through Yom and No Run. You know, we say, me by Mayim. Like, who, 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 who's going to die in the water? So we had a flood, like, like a couple of weeks ago. 50-something people died. Like, that, I don't know, that shook me up a, a, a lot. Uh, if anything, even about COVID and all of that. But just that event kind of shook me up. You know, we hear about, earth, we read about earthquakes and hurricanes and, You know, the city of Houston was destroyed a couple of years ago. Game-changing events. They force us to listen to our messages. And if we don't listen to our messages, then, you know, what are we? They listen to their messages. They finally, finally got it. And whose credit is that? Shmuelanov. Shmuelanov, he went to them and said, guys, come on. Look what's going on. Open your eyes. Smell the coffee. You have two options. You can continue this disastrous path of destruction, or you might consider an alternative. The alternative is make peace with your creator. Make peace with a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Turn, turn to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And that's what they did. So let, let's, look at, let's, look at, let's look at Shmuel and, and the people. Vayomer Shmuel. That, and that's why Shmuel comes back into this parak. Remember, we, we last couple of parak and we didn't have Shmuel. So here Shmuel, Shmuel comes back into the parak. Why? Because, because it's, it, it, it's all, all of this is the prelude to describing his greatness. That means everybody. That means he impacted everybody. Only, I, I, I think I mentioned this at the, in the intro, Um, there were only two people that we know had has spayed them by all the Jewish people. One was Aaron Cohen, says, so call base Israel. Notice the expression right here, base Israel. And, and Shmuel Novi will, will, will learn uh, eventually that they had has spayed them in every city uh, in Eretz Israel after his death, the, because the loss of the great man was truly felt. But what, what, what made him even greater is that who he left behind, that, that it wasn't a one and out deal. 
he 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 built a foundation for for greatness, and then that and, and onto that walk, walked David Amelech, Shlomo, and you know all those people. Okay, anyway, by Yom Hashuah called Beis Yisraelim. In b'chol of Avchem, atem shavim el Hashem. If with all your heart you're going to serve Hashem, hasiru eselohei anichar mitochachem ve'ashtarosh. Remove all of the of the idol worship from among you. Meaning, meaning, but but we just said they did tshuva and they were connected to Hashem. So what's what's pshat here? So if you look in Parshas Vayishlach, so after the story of Shechem, so it says that Yaakov Avinu tells his children has the, uh, the exact words Hasiru nechar Now, now the so all the mafarshim jump don't jump on this and say. You mean Yaakov's sons worshipped the Vodazara? So the Mepharshim explained that it was the booty that they had taken from the war from, from the city of Shechem when they went into to Shechem to destroy it. And, and, that, and that's what it was about. So why did Yaakov have to tell him to get rid of it? Because when you have a negative influence among you, you're going to be influenced. Even though you might be on a certain level. But, but, but it's not just about where I'm at. It's about what I surround myself with. And if I surround myself with negativity, if I surround myself with, with, with bad influences, right, all over Pirkei right, distance yourself from bad, bad neighbors, bad neighbors, make for yourself a friend, you know, make sure, acquire a friend, like all, all the whole, the whole Pirkei is filled with these, with these ideas of, of how to create an environment for me to thrive. Listen, Rabbi Yossi ben Kismas, the famous story at the end of Pirkei when the, the guy came over to him and said, you know, right? do you want to live with us? Right? Rabbi Yossi ben Kismas turned down the highest rabbinic salary in, in, in world history that was ever offered. And he said, He says, I only live in a place of Torah. It's the only place there is to live. You have to live in a Malkin Torah. You move to a community, there has to be a shul, a base medrash, a mikvah, uh, you know, you have to have all those things. Shua said, get rid of anything that could turn you back to the dark side. Get rid of anything that will, now you've hit a height. Now let's run with it. And Yaakov Avinu told that to his children as well. He says, he says, you know, we are under the protection of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Let's not play with that. Get rid of anything that's a negative influence on you. Uh, Rabbi Isai, it is a struggle of life. There are so many temptations. There are so many things in life that that we wanna that we wanna do that we shouldn't be doing, or or things that we waste our time with, or we get involved in. Um, uh, you know, it, it's it. You know, the list is endless, and we have to figure out, and we have to figure out how to do it right. And that's what Shmuel was telling them. He says, "You want to be in my tem in my tem shavim If you if you're doing shuba with, with you know with your whole heart, then let's do it right." And he said. And he said, and you know what's going to happen? Not only will you be connected to a Kodesh Baruch but he's going to save you from the Pushtim. In other words, in other words they go together. Um, the, the, the concept of the enemies 
together with the enemies, together with the observance of Torah in the land of Israel, are go, go one in the same. When, when the observance of Torah is high, the enemies are not there. By Shlomo, by Shlomo David and Shlomo, nothing, gone. Gone, David chases them all out of the land. And you don't hear from them till the end of Shlomo's life. Like there's a period of 40 or 50 years, not a sound. No one dared. They were scared of them. <laughs> they, they, they didn't. But but it's part of the process. Meaning meaning of the uh Right. It says that in, in the beginning of Parshas of Chukosai, in the Chukosai Tishmoro, Besmit right? If you keep the mitzvahs, and then you get then you're gonna dwell on your land in peace. And that's what Shmuel is saying. He says, now, now that you've taken those steps to do tshuva, let's go the distance. Get rid of all the negative influences. Let's let's move to the next level. And, and the result of that is going to be the plishtim are going to disappear. That's an important word, levado, meaning unquestioned. Their, their, their commitment to a Kodesh Baruch Hu was unquestioned. It was it was a complete turnaround. It is a complete turnaround of of, of, of generations of, of existence since the death of Yoshua. Uh, and and now, now now we've turned a new chapter. And and that's very important. And and, and Rashi makes the point very clearly that that's a result of Shmuel Hanavi. But it's also a result of Shmuel Hanavi being able to focus people on world events. Look what happened. Look at the look at the Plishtim. Look at the the war. Look at Ailey. Look at the, the return of the Aaron. Look at what happened. When when things go right, then things go right, and all of that really, really stir, stirred the heart of the people, and, and they did tshuva together with Shmuel Hanavi. Vayomer Shmuel, Posakeh, Kipsu is called Yisrael HaMitzposa. Gather in a place called Mitzpah. The Espalel Ba'adchem El He said, go to Mitzpah, and I'm going to Davin um, for, to Hashem. So Radak points out, the Mitzpah is a magical place. Kvar Parash, the Yosefer Yoshua, says the Radak, Lama Yamina Gisrael Lahak Mitzpah. What was the reason why they gathered at Mitzpah? Visham Mizpeach Ubeishilohi. Uh, so some say that we, we uh, I skipped, I'm sorry. Kisham is peah who based Tvila. Kisham I saw Teshua Gidola, Behilachem Yoshua Im Hamelachem. It says that, that um, it says that this was the place where great miracles happened when Yoshua fought with, with the Melachem. So we say, uh, we have this in our tradition. That that places or or certain times are are, are are propitious for certain things, right? The month of Elul for Chuba, Adar for Simcha, Av less Simcha. You know, you know, we have we have this concept. So this place was a magical place because there was a great there was a great um um Yeshua, uh, Yeshua in the time of Yeshua, no pun intended. Um, so so that became a magical uh, place. You know, there is a uh, the Gemara says um, in Brachos. That if a miracle happens to you and you come back to that place, you're supposed to make a bracha. That you know, blesses he that a miracle 
happened to me in the, in this place. And that's the whole story by Yosef, where where when they went to bury Yaakov and he went to the pit and he said the bracha, and then the brothers got nervous and they thought Yosef was gonna was gonna take revenge on him. But anyway, Lamaisa, Lamaisa, the Gemara says if a miracle happens to you and you come back to that place, you say a bracha, So Mitzpah became that magical place. There was a great there was a great salvation at the time of Yeshua. And, and now it, it is that place where we can go back to, to now remember, this is obviously pre the base of Mikdash, pre, pre, you know, the dedication of Hara Moriah, uh, but, but, but that, that's, that's what it came, that's what it was. And, and, and that's important that we, that we have, we have these places. Uh, I was, I was talking about with Timin Kumar about the importance of uh, Rachel Imenu and, and, you know, Keva Rachel has also become one of those places where we dive in for Yeshua's. Okay. So that's the story. Um, it says that they uh, they gathered at mitzvah, and they drew water, and they poured it um, in front of Hashem. So what does that mean? What does it mean they poured water in front of Hashem? So let's get, let's translate the pasuk. Vayosumo, vayomahu, and they fasted, Shmuel judged B'nai Yisrael So what in the world? So what in the world is going on here? What is, it, what, what is the pouring of the water? So I have a thought on this. Uh, but let, me, let me tell you what the Mepharshim said, and I'll tell you about my thought. So we'll start with the Mesudat of it on the basic level. He's no, is they wanted to pour out their their um, tears. It was symbolic that they poured out their hearts in tefillah with Neashem. Says Rashi, he says, They um, they they they. It was a sign of 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 humility of of awe. That they that they were they were giving it was a mesiris nefesh it was a it was a sacrifice they were saying that we we are giving of of ourselves as a sign of of um of tremendous awe and we're like what like 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 the pouring of water so too we we are, we are pouring out their hearts so I, I I had a thought about this um, I don't know if it's right or wrong but. What when when is when does water come to the forefront in our existence? So so the Mishnah tells us in Masechus Rosh Hashanah, on Sukkot the water of the world is judged, meaning Kaddish Baruch determines how much rainfall if we're going to have Gishmei Bracha or not Gishmei or not or not Gishmei Bracha. Now what why is that important? Because the rainfall you know determines Parnosos, um, you know. We, we daven that the, the rain should come and then the crops should grow and and and, and we should have everything. Um, a, as a reaction to, to this concept that a Kodesh Baruch judges us, judges the water on Sukkot, we have a mitzvah called Nisuch that we pour the water on the Mizbeah. Uh, the Mizbeah is symbolic of Korbanos, right? It's the it's the Mizbeah that they gave the Korbanos on. They had one uh uh, passageway for water and one passageway for wine that was always placed on, on the Mizbeah. So in other words, so one could suggest 
that what they what they were by pouring the water they were saying that 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 Sukkot is a time of very deep connection between Am Yisrael and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's why it's called Zman Simcha Seinu. Maybe they were saying by pouring the water that we want to create the water of Nisachamayim. We want to create the water of Simchas Pesach Shoeva. We want to we want to return and we want to feel that connection that we're supposed to feel on the Yontav of Sukkot, symbolic of the drawing of, of the water and and. And it's interesting. They drew water. They fasted. I mean, it was, it was like it was like it was like young kipper, and then they poured the water. It's sukkis, and, and and then Shmuel ju- judges them. And and, and I, I think that's that that's a little bit what the what they were trying to accomplish. They were trying to recreate an environment where where there could be young kipper and get kapara. There could be there could be nisuchamayim and have tremendous simcha and feel tremendous connection between themselves and Hannah Kodesh Baruch Hu. says that Shmuel um, judged so that Shmuel was the judge on, on their sins or, or on their monetary disputes uh, and it says Radak says Shmuel Shmuel um, punished everyone according to, to, to their sin Kisham uh, So they had it was Yom Kippur. It was Yom Kippur, and it was Sukkot all all rolled into one because they were look because they were so looking for that connection. Remember, uh, um, uh, those on the local network know, know that I say this all the time. Yom Kippur is not about Kapara. Yom Kippur is about Tahara. Lefnei Hashem Titharo. It's not enough to get kapara on Yom Kippurim. That's the first step. That's the that's an important step. Al chet shechatanu fanecha. We want slachlanu nechalanu kaperlanu. Certainly, we want we want that. But that's only the beginning of the story. The end of the story is to get to the point of lufnei Hashem titaro that we are completely purified of our sins. And this is exactly what they were looking for. And that's the fasting, which is which is symbolic of Yom Kippur. And that's the, the drawing of the water, which is symbolic of Sukkot. We want to be, they said to Shmuel, and that's why Shmuel judged them because they did, they, 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 they did, they did Kapara on, on their, uh, they did Kapara on, on their, on their sins. And, and they, they wanted to, um, they wanted to be ju- judged and they wanted to, to get to that point of, of Nisachamayim. And, that, and that's the symbol of of Ushaf uh, Demayim, the Sasson. Again, uh, this is my pshat. Uh, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know if it's right, but but it, it it would appear to me that that is pshat in this pesukim. Pesuk Zayin, Vayishmu Plishtim, and the Plishtim heard ki his kapsu b'nei Yisrael hamitzbasa. Oh, so now what happens? B'nei Yisrael gathered a mass gathering in a place called Mitzbasa, and the Plishtim heard about it. And so what happened was uh, that the uh, the governors of, of, of Plishtim came up against the Jewish people. And then and that, that be, then they began to become afraid. So what did they say? They said to Shmuel, you have done for us. Now, it's interesting. Now, this is the lesson. Remember, in the last war, they, they thought that somehow the Aaron had magical powers, and, and the Aaron by itself was going to solve their problems. 
But now, but now you see the opposite end. They realize that the Aaron is only a symbol, and, and the symbol is supposed to push us to do something. And what, and, what, and what is that? And what is that to do? That's to daven to Hashem. Because what what do we want? We want Hashem yilachem lacham yatem tacharishun. But um, so they, they daven that, that that Hashem should save them from from the plishtim. Al tishtok shehi uh, David says, don't be silent about what's good for us. To call out to Hashem to, to save us. Please do not, please do not do that, Shmuel. Uh, so Shmuel took a suckling lamb, uh, and he gave a korban ola. It says, Now, now, when you're great people, great things happen to you. Shmuel gave the animal as a korban, and a fire, according to the Mesudat David, came down as, as a sign that, that, that the Korban was accepted. And once he saw that the Korban was accepted, he was, he, he, he was, he was sure that there was going to be a, a, great, a great Yeshua in, in Am Yisrael. Right. Um, the Radak goes into this whole halachic discussion of Bamos, and, and that's not really for our discussion now. Anyway, by Hashem, right? The Radak says the fire came down from the sky. Right? It said we're going to see that they they they, they screamed out. Uh, they screamed. Um, and you can see there's going to be a great sound. And, and so either way, he knew that that he was accepted. Um, you know, we know uh, obviously this has a parallel to El Yohanovi when El Yohanovi, the, the difference was Shmuel already had the people at, at his fingertips. So El Yohanovi still had to convert the people. So Shmuel was giving the Korban and the Plishtim were coming close. So Hashem made it thunder with great noise. And it caused them tremendous confusion. That's what Doc was saying. Either it was the, the fire coming from the sky or it was the great thunder that came from Shemaya when Shmuel gave the Korban as a sign that the Yeshua was coming. And it says that the the army of the Jewish people went, they went after the Plishtim, they, they chased after them, and they attacked them. It says Shmuel took a stone, um, and he placed it in between the two places, and he called it the stone of aid. And he declared, Hashem helped us until here. So, so uh, you know, here, here's where Shmuel turns a little bit into, uh, well, we said he was the last of the Shoftim, where he turns into the Shoftim. After, after this battle, 
Now, now we, we, we learned to say for Shoftim that each Shoftim had to chase away the enemy. So Shmuel is successful in chasing away the enemy, and they don't come back. That's it. Um, we, we will see battles between Shoftim and Klishtim, um, but, that's, but that's later on. But, but for, for the longest time, um, the Klishtim uh, were not successful in creating uh, um, any kind of, of success against the Shmuel. Uh, so, so, so Radak already raises the question, but we see later on that the Plishtim do come. So he says, Right, he's laying the groundwork for them asking for a king. Radak says, that, that as long as Shmuel had his koach, as long as he had his, his vigor to go around and, and, and keep the people in check, you never heard from the enemy. Now, again, that's always the symbol of Shmira Samitsis. When the Shmira Samitsis, it's quiet. It's quiet in the land. And uh, Torah always comes out, right? Rabbi Udanasi writes the Mishnah when his, his best friend is the, the Roman emperor, and then no one's, no one's bothering the Jewish people when, when Rabbi Udanasi's best friend is the Roman emperor. Uh, and, you know, in, in, in Baba, when it was quiet, they wrote the Talmud Bavli. So, so here also, when, when Shmuel Novi had his koach and he was able to go around and, and keep everyone in check, you did not hear from the enemies of the Jewish people. And that's a, that's a very, uh, that's a very, it's a very important um, idea that, that comes out of this story. Um, well, let's, let, let's, let's finish this up. Um, it says, uh, Not only that, did he chase them away, but any lands that they had, ta- the Plishtim had taken from us in the previous battles, Goodbye. And not only that, but there was peace in the land between Israel um, and, and the Amori. I suspect, um, again, this is my, my, my own thought, um, so Radak already points out, like, why do we need to know this information? Right. Uh, so Radak suggests that the what he says, he says, what are the MRE doing here? Who asked you? Who asked you about the MRE? And Radak says that when the Plishtim were up, the MRE also joined in the battle. But now that they were down, so the MRE was like, no, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not going there. We're not touching them. Uh, they, they, they will defeat us. By Israel, call Chayav. It says that Shmuel, as long as he lived, he was the he was the judge of the of, of the Jewish people, uh, and and that's uh, and that was his legacy. Says he would travel around to to Beisel. Uh, uh, he would go and he would judge them in all those places. And then he would return to Ramah, which was his home. Uh, so it says they built a Mizbeach in Ramah. Uh, Radak points out 
מיום שנכר רב שילה, שהותרו הבמוס, עושהו במוסו. שהיה מקריב עליה, כשהיה רוצה להקריב נדור ונדבו, שזיווכי שלום. כי זו המקריב בבמוס יוכי. says an interesting halacha that you don't have to be a Kohen to give a korban on a private mizbeah. And he built the bama so, so that he will be able to give nidarim uh, or nidavos. Anyway, the, the summary of the story is that Shmuel was not just a, a great man, but he was a great leader. And he was a, a love leader. And, and people listened to him. And, 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 and he knew how to capitalize on, on opportunities when he saw events taking place that had an impact on the Jewish people. He went, he went right to them and he said, this is what we do. And, and, I, I, and that really speaks to his greatness. Um, you, know, you know, one of the great things that uh, in, in our century, Lubavitcher Rebbe did was, was he was the first to say that we have to go out to the Jewish people. We have to care about our next door neighbor who doesn't know what a lulav and a nesrok is. We have to care about uh, our, our, our co-worker who never saw tefillin, uh, who never put on tefillin. And ask him if we, if we want to put on tefillin. And that was Shmuel Hanovi. Shmuel Hanovi is mechazer al kolor. He would go around and he would tell the people, "Listen, guys, come on, look, look what's going on. Look at what, look at the past four hundred years. Look at, look at the Aro. Look at all these stories." And he got them. He grabbed them. He grabbed them. Maybe at a time when they were vulnerable, but he got them. And he got them to turn in completely. And, and he began. And really, what he, what he began, what he began, what he began to create was the glory days of the Jewish people. Uh, in, in Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Mr. Shem, next week, we will discuss the, um, the request of the, of the Jewish people. Wait, is that ready next week? Uh, well, we're going to get, not, not quite yet. Well, we're getting up to the point. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it is next week uh, where they're going to ask for a king. And we're going to get into this whole discussion. Why was it wrong? It is really one of the mitzvahs. And so it's a very complicated discussion. But, uh, but that was the uh, that that that's the next step. That, that from Shmuel from the Shoftim, we're gonna have we're gonna have the kings. Okay, uh, okay, we're gonna stop here for tonight. And Amitz Hashem, we will pick up on this topic next Sunday night. Um, thank you all as always for joining me and making this uh, Sunday night as meaningful as it has been for a very long time now. <laughs>